Welcome to this message from Alpha and Omega Ministries International. We value the Word of God as an instrument of growth in our lives, using it to mend our ways, align our thinking, and ultimately bring restoration. We trust that you will be blessed and encouraged by what we have to share. The title of my teaching is Can I Dream It Again? Can I Dream It Again? Usually, you know, when we are at the end of the year, people have tendency to sit and to do the retrospection, to analyze the year and try to see what was positive about the year and what was negative. And every time we sit, we try a little bit to analyze, to do like uh, the report of the year, and that will allow us to think about next year. Since I was born, I always see people moving to a next year with expectancy and joy, even failures. Amen. Even those who did not do well, but when they are at December, you see that there is a hope coming again in their heart. They say, okay, I did not make it this year. I believe next year I'm going to make it. I don't see people moving to a new year being negative or being uh, very down. Always people enter a new year with expectancy with positive mind. They always have plan. They say, oh, next year I believe I'm, I'm trying to do, I'll do this. This next year I believe God is going to do this in my life. Every time, this is the, 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 the nature of people. Since I was born, this is what I see. But this year is different. Hallelujah. 2020, it is an unusual year that we never lived in our generation. And because of what happened this year, many people are withholding themselves from thinking about next year. They say, no, I don't, I don't want to plan many things. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to have a dream. I don't want to have a vision. I just want to sit and see what will happen. Because 2020 has surprised us, so I don't want to, 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 to plan something that will not happen. I don't know what will happen next year. I don't want any kind of disappointments. So let me just say, sit and watch what will happen, what life will bring to me. This is what, what is now in the heart of many people. They're just observing what life will bring to us. We don't know what, is, what will happen in January. We don't know about February. And we are so, people are so reluctant. They are sitting there saying, no, I don't want, you understand? So what happened changed the mindset of people. And uh, I was praying and fasting at the beginning of December. When I was praying, God came with this question to me. Can you dream it again? Amen. Can you dream it again? So it was like God was asking me, do you have any vision for next year? Do you have something in your heart? 
despite of the challenges of 2020, despite of the disappointment, despite of the pandemic, what do you think about next year? Are you only sitting there and expecting, waiting to see what will happen? Or you have something in your mind? Or you have a dream that God has given to you? Or you have something that you are trusting God for? And you say, I know God is able to make it happen. I can still dream. I can still plan. I can still have a vision. So that was the question. Can you dream it again? The things that I spoke to you many years ago. The things that I told you at the beginning of this year that you did not see happen. Can you f- dream about them again? Or you say, no, it will be wasting of my time if I can dream again about this. Let me just sit and see if it can happen. Yes, if no, no. I, I, I disconnect myself. I disassociate myself from God's work. Let God do himself what he can do. I don't want to associate myself anymore because I'm afraid of disappointment. Can you dream it again? Do you have a vision? Do you have a plan? What is in your heart? How are you preparing to enter next year? Do you have any expectation in your heart? Amen. Because expectation is a key for miracle. Expectation is a key for breakthrough. Life without expectation cannot receive miracle. You get to wake up every morning with expectation in your heart. That I don't know what God can do, but God is not a man to lie. He's not the son of man to repent from what he said. Everything that comes out of God's mouth, his hand is able to accomplish that. Everything that God says, his hand is able. Nothing can stop him. Hallelujah. Amen. Can you dream again? Do you have any expectation for future? Or your life... It's completely dead because of what happened in 2020. What I would like to tell you also is, despite of what happened this year, I truly believe in my heart, God's plan concerning you did not fail. I truly believe that. What God planned to do in our lives in 2020, he did it. He did it. Sometimes we are just looking at the negative side, but if you check well, you'll see that positive side are too many than negative. Sometimes, no, 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 because uh, we were locked down, was it home, so everything was negative. No. This year, despite of the pandemic, many people have grown up spiritually tremendously. More than all the years that they were free, there was nothing. It means that God's plan concerning them to grow achieved. There are people who moved into new things in their lives. That was God's plan for them. So I don't believe that the pandemic did stop God's plan. God's plan will always be fulfilled despite of what can happen on the earth. Hallelujah. So this morning the purpose of my teaching is just to give you a word of encouragement to tell you wake up Don't be disappointed. You must have hope. You must move to the next year with expectancy. You must have a vision. You need to align to God's plan concerning your life, knowing that nothing can stop God to do what he wants to do with you. You get to have that in your mind. Hallelujah. So I will give you three points, like tips, to prepare you for next year. The first thing that I want you to write down is 
We have to understand that no matter what can happen here on earth, God's plan and purposes shall stand forever. This is the first tips that I want you to keep before enter 2021. You need to understand that no matter what can happen here on earth, God's plan and purposes shall stand forever. Never take this out of your mind. No matter what you can see, just believe God's plan will stand. His purposes will stand forever from generation to generation. Nothing can change that. You get to believe that. Book of Psalm 33, verse 10 to verse 12. Psalm 33. I'm reading from verse 10 to verse 12 in King James, New King James Version. The Lord brings the counsel of the nation to nothing. He makes the plans of people, of the people of no effect. Listen to verse 10. Just watch it carefully. The Lord brings the counsel of the nation to nothing. Amen. He makes the plans of people of no effect. God has the power to destroy or to reverse the plans of nation, the plans of evil people. The plans of evildoers. God has the power and the ability to reverse that. But his own plan, no one can change it. No one can reverse God's plan. But God has the power to reverse the plan of people. He can change the mind of the government. He can remove what is wrong and put what is right because he's God. No man has the power to change God's plan for his people here on the earth. He's the ruler of the universe. God is the one controlling times and circumstances. So that must be in your mind, that he has the power. If something's not coming from him, he has the power to remove it. You get to believe that. Hallelujah. And verse 11 says, The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart to all generations. Verse 12, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. The people he has chosen as his own inheritance. Blessed is the nation. Blessed is the family. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the church. Whose God is the Lord. If only God is your Lord, you are blessed. Amen. Hallelujah. If God is the Lord of your family, of your marriage, you are blessed. This is what the Bible says. Amen. The people that God has chosen, you are blessed. And we are chosen by God. We are the family of God. We are the people of God. Therefore, we are blessed. Do you believe that? Say amen to that. Say, I am blessed. Hallelujah. Nothing can change that. And, and as you are preparing to enter next year, I want you to have that first of all in your mind. There's nothing that can change God's plan. What God has planned concerning my life will happen. And you cannot die before your time. And you will not die without fulfilling God's plans in your generation. You are chosen by him. And you get to believe that. This cannot stop you from thinking to do something. From serving God. From having a dream. Not cross your hand. We are the people of God. The Bible says in the book of Revelation that God, Jesus Christ... Has saved the people of different nations 
all tongues and all tribes and all colors. He made them a kingdom of priests unto the Lord. Jesus saved us. In your salvation, you have two dimensions in your salvation. You are a priest and you are a king. You understand that? Jesus, through his blood, made you king. He made me king. He made you a priest. The greatest characteristic of a priest is to have the altar of prayer. Without the altar, you are not a priest. Every Christian must have an altar of prayer because you are called to be a priest. You, have, you are called to offer intercession and worship to God. But the greatest characteristic of a king is the ability to set degrees. You understand that? Every king, you are not a king if you cannot set a degree. A king must proclaim things that will not be reversed by any man. When the king says something, the entire nation must obey that. Because these are the words of the king. And Jesus has made you king. That's why he put power in your mouth. You can bind, you can lose. You can decree, and what you decree shall stand. So if we as kings and priests, we don't recognize, we don't see what God has given to us, we close our hand, the earth will die. We are called to exercise rulership over the earth. We are called to save. We are the salt of this earth, the light of this world, and we need to act like that. Someone I tell you, wake up. Don't cross your hand. Pray for this earth. Pray for the world. Intercede. Stand up on your, your position as a king. Stop what is not, not right. Speak into the atmosphere. Rebuke the plans of the enemy. And dream again to see souls coming to the Lord. To see families being restored. Nation rising up. The economy flourishing. You get to dream that. Because you are a priest and a king. Hallelujah. Are we together? And the second tips that I want to give you. Until you decide to look beyond what your eyes can see, you will not be able to access what God has planned for you. As you are preparing to enter 2021, write this thing down and think about it when you are alone at home. Even those who are watching online, think about this. Until you decide to look beyond what your eyes can see, you will not be able to access what God as planned for you. Hallelujah. You get to decide yourself to look. There's a difference between looking and seeing. To look beyond what your eyes can see. If you don't decide to do that exercise, spiritually, that I have to look beyond what my eyes can see, you will not be able to access what God has already ordained for you. Because what God has planned for you, you don't see it, but you look on it in the spiritual. Hallelujah. So when you, you, you sit there, you begin to watch the opposition. You see what is happening on the earth. You see what, what they are telling you on the news. You see when you go to the hospital. You, you, you begin to see all this stuff. You will not be able to go beyond and see what God has already planned for you. What you are seeing will prevent you. You say, ah, what I see, I don't think that we can plan this. We, we, we can't do this. Let's wait and see. 
Let's wait and see. We keep waiting and see. I don't think that we can go out and evangelize. Let's wait and see. I don't think that we can have a Bible study. Let's wait and see. I don't think that we can start a new business. Let's wait and see. Because what I see is preventing me to look beyond and see what God has already prepared for me. You need to do that spiritual exercise to go beyond what your natural eyes are seeing. To go beyond the walls of opposition around you. Hallelujah. Let's read the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 11, verse 4 to verse 6. Ecclesiastes 11, from verse 4 to verse 6. I'm still reading New King James Version. He who observes the wind will not sow, and he who regards the cloud will not reap. As you do not know what is the way of the wind, or are the bones grow in the womb of her who is with child? So you do not know the works of God who makes everything. Can you see that? You don't know the way of the wind. You cannot say, no, the wind is coming. You cannot control that movement. You don't know how, how the baby is growing inside. You don't understand. Even the mother don't know. How the bones are coming together, how God is putting the fingers. You don't understand, but you just see the baby. Hallelujah. And he said, in the same way, you cannot understand God works. He works in a mysterious way. Verse 6 says, in the morning sow your seed. Hallelujah. And in the evening, do not withhold your hand. Do not withhold your hand. For you do not know which will prosper. Either this or that, or whether both alike will be good. When you observe the wind, you'll be, no, 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 no I, I can't be, you know, I don't know if I go out there, I see, maybe it will rain. If I go, I, I plant this seed, I don't believe, uh, according to the weather now, according to the atmosphere around me. When I see the economic climate, if I try to do this, it will not work. Let me just wait. Those who observe the wind will not go out. Hallelujah. You will not know. You will not do that. If you observe, you will never sow. And if you regard the cloud, you see, the cloud is too dark. And you say, no, because of this darkness, I don't believe a blessing can come here. You will not receive a blessing. But if you say, no, I don't want to look at the cloud. I know God can bless me. In the morning or in the evening, in summertime or in wintertime, in the time of the pandemic or in the time where things are good, God can still provide. God can still bless. If I don't look at the cloud, God will move in my life. But if I say, no, the cloud is so dark. It's so dark everywhere. In Europe, it's dark. In America, it's dark. In Africa, it's dark. Everywhere, they are crying. Economy is down. It's dark. So because it's dark, there cannot be profit. Because it is dark, my business will never flourish. Because it is dark, I will not succeed in this. If you look at the cloud, you never reap. There are things that God has already prepared for you to reap. But you don't need to consider the cloud. You get to believe God's ways of working and God's love for your life and God's power to provide, God's power to open ways. You get to see that. If you begin to see the cloud, the harvest can be in front of you, but you are focusing on the cloud, you miss the harvest. Amen. Hallelujah. You, have, you must be able to pick up what God has given to you. The cloud can blind you to see the harvest. Hallelujah. So I pray for you as you are moving next year, you go there with light, with expectation, and with faith and hope. 
that God is in control. Amen. Observing the wind is like crossing your hand by saying, I'm smelling danger. And I prefer to stay quiet and see what will happen than to invest my time, my expertise, my knowledge into something which I am not certain. This is observing the wind. You get to look beyond what your eyes can see. Your blessing is beyond. Joshua chapter 6, verse 1 and verse 2. Joshua 6, verse 1 and verse 2. Now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. Verse 2. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho in your hand, into your hand, its king and the mighty men of Vela. Amen. God spoke to Israel long ago. Even from the time of Abraham. He told Abraham that the, the, the land on which you are standing now, as far as you, your eyes can see, I have given to your descendants. They will enter and possess the land. The land was given to them even before they were born. You understand that? It was given to them. No, now the time to possess the land arrived. That was under the leadership of Joshua. The first land for them to possess was Jericho. That was the first piece of the promised land, Jericho. And the Bible said that they came front of, close to Jericho. They saw there was a hole. Jericho was closed. No one was going in. No one was going out. And they spent many days sitting there. They were just looking at the walls. Oh, the walls are too big. The way we see the stone, these are the ancient stone. They are very strong. And even if we use the hammer, it should not work. They were trying to analyze the wall and see that this opposition. We, cannot, we, we, we don't see how we can enter there because it's shut up. What God gave to them was not the wall, but God gave them Jericho. So they were sitting in front of the wall, observing the wall and wasting their time, wasting. And God came to Joshua to revive his mind, to give him a wake-up call, to stand up and go and possess the land. And if you see the way God spoke, let, let's read again verse 2, verse 2. Verse 2, the Lord said to Joshua, see, see. You see that? He said, the first thing he said, see. You are not seeing. I have given Jericho into your hands. But what you are seeing in your mind, you don't see Jericho, you are seeing the wall. I, don't, I did not give you the wall. I gave you Jericho. Your eyes must see beyond what your eyes are seeing. You get to look beyond. Look beyond of the world. I've given you the city. I did not give you those walls. And sometimes people are concentrating on the opposition. We study the opposition. We meditate on that. We know the size, the length of the opposition. We know everything about the opposition. Not nothing about the promise of God. He said, no, focus on my promises. Don't look at the opposition. What did I tell you about this ministry? What did I tell you about your family? What did I tell you about your business? Focus on that. Don't look at the, the wall of Jericho. I gave you Jericho. I gave you the king of Jericho. I gave you the mighty man of Jericho. You focus on what me, God, I gave to you. 
Not what the circumstances are giving to you. What I gave to you. I want to tell someone sitting here, there is something that God has already given to you. Focus on that. Lift your eyes beyond what you can see. See beyond the opposition. Don't be afraid. I believe that next year is going to be a great year. Hallelujah. I believe that. We must move there with expectancy, with, with great joy, with positive mind. Hallelujah. Believing that great things are going to happen. And take what God has given to us. Pastor Michael was saying that, he said say something last time that next year is going to be the year of uh, more fun and what? Yeah. More blessings and fun. You see, I, I like that statement. It's to be positive. That we are going to have more blessings and more fun with Jesus. Not complaining, not crying. We are going to enjoy. Do you believe that? We are going to celebrate. And we are going to impact many people's lives. We are going to, to educate people in the things of God. Rise, raise up people and win souls for the kingdom of God. We believe. It's going to be more fun with Jesus and more blessing. We see beyond what our eyes can see. Hallelujah. So I want you to believe that. And the last point, I'm just giving you tips to prepare yourself before the 31st of December. When you enter the first, you are going with the, Take the next week, just a seat and begin to meditate and receive something from God. The last point I want to give you is God's presence must become your first pursuit in life. For it is the key for success. God's presence must become your first pursuit in life. As you are preparing next year, God's presence must be your first priority, your, the, 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 the first pursuit of your life, what you are pursuing the most. It is God's presence because God's presence is the key for success. Without his presence, you are a failure. As you are preparing to enter a new year, you prepare that by seeking God. That I don't want to move alone. I want to be with God. God must be with me. I want your presence to carry me, your presence to move with me. Before you do anything, before you, you make any decision, before you make any choice, God first. You need God. Hallelujah. Let's read the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 26. I'm reading verse 3 to verse 5. 2 Chronicles. Chapter 26, verse 3 to verse 5. Uzziah was 16 years old when he became king, and he ran 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jecoliah of Jerusalem. Verse 4. And he did what was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah has done. And verse 5. He sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. And look the last statement. As long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosper. Can you see that? As long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosper. God's presence is the key for success. This man became a king. He was 16. He was still a teenager. He became a king, and he reigned for 52 years. The secret of his success was that this man was pursuing God. 
And as I was reading again, something clicked in my mind here, that this man also had a spiritual inheritance. Because verse 4 is saying that he did what was right in the sight of the Lord according to all his father did. You understand? So his father set a model for him. He saw how his father served the Lord as a king. He saw how his father was observing God's ways. And the Bible said that he did according to his father. The father set a model. So this man came. He was a young man, but he had a spiritual inheritance that he received, first of all, from his father. And from that, he learned that I need to seek God. I need to seek God yourself because your success will come from your own intimacy with God. Not the intimacy of your father with God, you. You yourself. Amen. The father can teach you, the father can, can train you, but at the end, you need to connect yourself with God. Because the good fathers point their children to God, not to themselves. That's why you'll see a man like, uh, like uh, Elijah and Elisha, for Elisha to ask the anointing, it said to Elijah, Give me the double, I want the double portion of the spirit of God. Not your spirit, the spirit of God on you. You understand? The spirit of God on you. And, and David, before he died, he, he said to Solomon, Solomon, my son, know the God of your father. Even though he left everything for him. But now it's time now for you yourself to know the God of your father. Because if you don't know him, with all that I'm living in your hand, you will still fail. God's presence is the key for success. And Uzziah was seeking God. You need to prepare the year like that. And you need to enter the year like that. All the 12 months, your first pursuit in the morning is God. Moses said to God, if you know that you will not go with us, don't let us leave this place. Because what will make the difference between us and other nations is your presence. God's presence makes the difference. If his presence is not there, you are not different. But if you carry his presence, you are different. So 2020, we are moving with God's presence. Families will seek God. In everything we do, we need God to be present with us. And his presence will give us success. Hallelujah. And I want you also to understand that Uzziah was successful not only because he had the presence of God, but he had also the presence of the man of God. Hallelujah. He had God's presence and he had also the presence of the man of God. Zachariah was with him. He knew what he did not know. Zachariah was good in the interpretation of God's vision. He was able to understand God's voice and God's ways. But Uzziah could not understand God's voice and God's ways. But he was successful because there was a man close to him who was telling him that this is the season to do this. This is the time to move this way. That decision is not good. Do it this way. Because someone was close to him to direct him to the ways of God. Being alone, it is not good. If you have the presence of God, in the presence of the man of God, your life is balanced and you are strong. But if you have only one leg, 
God presents, but another leg is, there's no other leg. You don't have balance. Hallelujah. It is a blessing when people have spiritual authority helping them. It is a blessing when you have a pastor. It is a blessing when you have a spiritual father. You cannot fail because you are not struggling alone. And you will see this man, all his life, he was strong, he was successful. But look the end of Uzziah. If you do your own study, read the next, the following chapter, you will see that this man died in a very shameful way. He was cursed with leprosy. Why? The moment he began to despise spiritual authority, leprosy came upon him. Because he thought that I'm now good, I'm strong, I, I am king for 52 years, no one is above me, I can do it alone, I can think alone. Leprosy came. There are people who are receiving leprosy upon their family, upon their business, their ministry. When they begin to think that I can do it alone. I don't need someone to advise me. I don't need. But next year, I believe with God's presence, and the counsel of the man of God, you will make it. Hallelujah. You will make it. And I believe if you take those three points that I gave to you, number one, put in your mind that no matter what can happen, God's plan and God's purpose shall stand. It must be in your mind. You get to believe that as you are preparing. Even when you enter the year already, all the days of 2021 stand in that position. God's plan concerning my life, concerning our nation, concerning our church, our families will stand. Nothing will change it. Hallelujah. And the second thing, you begin to exercise yourself to look beyond what your eyes can see. Don't focus on the opposition. You don't deny their presence. You say, no, I know there are opposition, but I want to see beyond. See what God has given to you. Don't look at the cloud. Look the harvest and possess what God has given to you. And the last thing, you need to pursue God's presence and have a balance in your life. The presence of God and the presence of the man of God. You will be strong. When you don't understand, the man of God will clarify and help you to know which direction to go. And pray for you. The blessing is proclaimed on people. You understand that? You don't pray much. You need a proclamation of blessing. The only way the blessing is released by weight. They speak it. And I need to have someone who can speak the blessing upon my life. Hallelujah. So these are three points that I gave to you. And I believe that you are going to, we, all of us are going to enjoy 2021. We are going to excel. It's going to be a year of blessing and more fun with Jesus. Are you blessed? So I will finish by saying two things. The first one, my time is up. And the second one, thanks for yours. God bless you. Can I pray for you? Let me pray as I'm closing. Close your eyes, let's pray. Father, Lord, I thank you in the name of Jesus Christ for your word that you gave to us. And I pray that your word will bring light and faith. I pray for my brother and my sister who is present here and those who are watching online, that our mind will shift and we will begin to see great things that you've already prepared for us. 
Give us the grace to know how to seek your face and to walk with you. And give us the humility to listen to the voice of the people that you have placed before us to guide and direct us. And we believe by faith that the next year is going to be a great year for us. Under your blessing and your grace, in Jesus' name we pray and we say amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this message. For additional resources or more information about this ministry, come and visit us at alphaomegaint.org.za.